There are a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL draft this year. My name is Ben Solak, and I host the Ringer NFL Draft Show with Danny Kelly, Danny Heifetz, and Greg Horbeck. We cover trades, free agency, and the draft, which is, yeah, obviously. We'll tell you about everything, which includes which quarterbacks are good, which quarterbacks are bad, and which quarterbacks are just Kirk Cousins. That is the Ringer NFL Draft Show. Search the Ringer NFL Draft Show on Spotify. It's the Full Go, presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. And present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Chicago everywhere, check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. What's happening, everybody? Welcome on into episode 350 of The Full Goal Podcast with Jason Goff, brought to you by the fabulous people, presented by, I should say, fabulous people at FanDuel, brought to you by The Ringer, and of course, Spotify is the gang. We are rolling tonight. The crew is here and assembled of course, our chief vibes officer is on loan for the Super Bowl week to the rest of the Ringer staff. So you can hear just the magic of Chris Sutton uh, being sprinkled on various pro- podcasts through uh, the Podverse here at the Ringer. But we got with us, of course, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, and my main man, the dad, the myth, the legend. He's uh, a little under the weather, but Tony Gill is being a trooper through it all. Good to see the fellas. And good to be talking to y'all. So we are recording after the Bulls and Timberwolves just had themselves a a little bit of overtime fun over the west side of Chicago. Now, now there are a few things that should and will be said about Kobe White 
uh, on this podcast. And I understand, Bulls fans. I understand. I feel you. I am not one to sit here and wave pom-poms for a team that is um, – I don't even know if it's underachieved. I think they've achieved at the appropriate amount, to be honest with you. Uh, if you look at this roster composition and, and what we've been talking about on this podcast and any other time I've been around a microphone for the last couple of years, the ceiling is limited with this team. And no, me- no measure of continuity or no trade deadline, I think, will shake things up so much so that this team will achieve uh, at a – at a greater productivity weight when it comes to wins or when it comes to honing in on exactly what they do well. This team does a lot of different things well, but they do so many things poorly in terms of matchup recognition and basketball IQ. And sometimes, you know, you do question toughness at times, but then when they're as resilient as they have been in certain games where you look at them being down, what, 26 to the Kings and coming back and now 23 to the Minnesota Timberwolves and winning this game, I'm not one to sit here and and tell you that it's it's you know seashells, sunshine, and balloons outside when it comes to the Bulls. But I will say this: there are a lot of performances that I have seen by Bulls players that are seem like one-offs. There are a lot of performances that make you feel like, okay, this is cool for the time being, but what will it be? And it is documented on this pod how we feel about Kobe White, and that was before. He became everybody's favorite bull out here. He has not only ascended to the fact that he is everybody's favorite bull, but he is the best player on this team. And for whatever that's worth, whatever that'll get you in the Eastern Conference, I think a half where he scores three points against the best, and and that's right, the best defense in all of basketball right now. You you talk about what the Minnesota Timberwolves got and and the, the problems they present defensively. If you have to get past Mike Conley, Jaden McDaniels, and Anthony Edwards, depending on where the matchup is or who who the switch goes to or if you're cross-matched in transition, if you get past one of those three dudes who are all, you know, Mike Conley, people don't talk about Mike Conley anymore because he's not with the Grizzlies. He doesn't have that huge contract where everybody's like, look who got paid. Mike Conley got all that money. And then all of a sudden it became a value contract when you look at it five, six years later. Mike Conley is still an excellent defender. He's still a high IQ basketball player. You get past him, then you got to switch over to Anthony Edwards, who physically is, um, you, you know what Anthony Edwards reminds me of? The first time we saw Moss in the NFL, and, and, and rock with me here. Randy Moss doesn't get credit for being one of the more dominating physical specimens in all of football history. And you think, oh, he's not brawny, right? He doesn't look like he can lift a truck. I'm talking about the sheer speed affect that Randy Moss presented when it comes to Anthony Edwards, his athleticism, I think in in short bursts and even when it's time to run out and transition or when it's time to take off from the dots, his, his athleticism, uh, you can take all your dunkers. You can take all the dudes you think are the fastest with the basketball. Anthony Edwards to me is at the top of the list when it comes to athletes in the NBA. And he's got the know-how and the competitive spirit to, to push him to, to points that I don't even think we've even grasped yet. You know, now Anthony Edwards is getting that love for being the star that, that, you know, some thought he would be coming out of Georgia. And I remember looking at, 
Anthony Edwards stuff coming out of Georgia and thinking, okay, this dude, is he just bored? Is he taking like a lot of bad shots in, in Athens against SEC teams because he knows nobody can hang with him? Or is this a dude who is going to have, you know, a limited ceiling in terms of number one picks? And let's, let's face it, we've seen number one picks who, you know, they score 22, 23 a game for their career, but really don't affect winning on a major level. No, 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 man. You can put all that to bed when it comes to Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a supreme being on a basketball court. Like he is one of those ones and will continue to be. He's just now understanding what he needs to be. And and you can see it happen this year. He's also one of those dudes who seems like he's extremely coachable like extremely and says some of the same things that a coach would say after wins and and, and doesn't take any shorts. And, and I appreciate that about him. I watched him warm up tonight uh, out there in a full sweat before the game starts. He, he is doing things that you don't see players who get awarded this much adulation and this much success and adoration uh, this early in their career. Sometimes guys just get it because they are that dude. He's getting it because he's that dude and he's working harder than a lot of cats. So you get past those two dudes on the perimeter. And then you get a chance to get switched up on Jaden McDaniels, who I've been talking about for the last couple of years, who I believe is the premier perimeter defender in the NBA. This dude's six foot nine with a seven foot wingspan can guard everybody on the court and does it at a high, high level. And after you get past that, You've got a, what, a three-time, four-time defensive player of the year, a surefire Hall of Famer in Rudy Gobert at the center position defending the rim. Those are the obstacles that Kobe White went through, around, over for the entirety of a second half where the Bulls needed every single one of his 30 points. And we get a chance to watch statement games like arrival games every once in a while. I remember when, and we talked about it with AB, Alex Brown, who we usually talk to here on Tuesdays. We're going to talk to AB on Thursday's pod, but we talked to AB's, uh, talked to AB about Brian Urlacher's game against Michael Vick in the Georgia Dome, where I, you know, we had already known how cold Brian Urlacher was, right? We, we understood it. it. He had already arrived, made a couple of Pro Bowls by then, uh, was, was being talked about as the premier middle linebacker in the game. But in that seemingly one-on-one matchup when it came to him spying Michael Vick for an entire game. He kept up with and chased down Michael Vick a couple of times, a feat that not many players, not just linebackers, but players in the NFL had done. It seemed like an arrival of the sorts where it's like, okay, this, this is this is not just... This is just not just makeshift greatness, or this is not just manufactured greatness. This is something that, that will, um, will set the tone every single time he's on the field. I'm not saying that Kobe White is Brian Urlacher. But to watch Kobe White perform the way he did, and on the heels, by the way, of a Sacramento game where he went crazy in the second half of that game, too, and kept him in it and brought him back against De'Aaron Fox. He scored 19 points in the second half against De'Aaron Fox and the Sacramento Kings, who you can talk about their defense all you want. Being able to keep up offensively with one of the best league guards in the game to have the stamina do that, and then... The next game, know that you're going up against Anthony Edwards. Know that you're going up against Jaden McDaniels. Know that you're going up against uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I continue to say this. Kobe White has already outpaced any expectation that anybody could have had for him on this team, in this organization, and also as a fan base. When you saw Kobe White drafted with the number seven pick and you heard all the point guard talk, you go, okay, short arms, six foot four, six foot five, uh, terrific score. But then he got thrown in the blender as a point guard and a playmaker. And that blender chewed his ass up. 
but he stayed the course. He is a testament to professionalism, working your ass off, and letting the work pay off on the stage. There's a lot of guys who work hard, then you see him go or hear about them going crazy in practice, and players are like, man, I wish that really would translate to the court, or y'all don't see what he does in practice. We've heard that a lot about dudes in this city. Hell, a couple of dudes on this very team, on this team, that could take note of that where we hear about the exploits in practice and then we see him in the games and nine points and four rebounds later and a six-point loss. You're like, where was this guy? Kobe White has not been that dude. Kobe White has applied himself in a way that I find just absolutely appealing and intriguing as a Bulls fan going forward. There's not a lot that you, that you got to hold on to with this team especially with the trade deadline coming up here by the time we drop our next pod. Uh, Andre Drummond, who played his ass off against Rudy Gobert, might be a Philadelphia 76 by the time we're doing this pod on Thursday. Alex Caruso might be a Golden State Warrior (laughs) or a Dallas Maverick. Hell, DeMar DeRozan could be a Dallas Maverick or something like that by the next time we we, we do this pod. Well, if, if we know things to stay true to form uh, all three of those individuals will be back with the bulls to to finish out this ninth or 10th place finish in the eastern conference and, and and that's why i understand a lot of this is guarded i know bulls fans are out here not wanting to get hurt again and, and and i feel it i feel it the way bulls fans have looked at this thing for the last couple of years it's as if they are they are protecting their fandom and protecting their vulnerability as a fan base as well. That, that hope and that, that fascination and that, that, that um, attraction that shiny things have when you are just searching for something. And I think that's what Bulls fans have, have been avoiding and trying to steer clear of. I'm going to tell you all this now. Even if your heart may get broken, enjoy these couple of dates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, this, this Kobe White thing, we, we've seen a lot of players have a good month, month and a half, you know, shout out to Nikola Miritich, wherever he is getting buckets you know, across the pond. We've seen this. We've seen guys go crazy for a little bit. Hell, Andres Nocioni, you, you had motherfuckers in this city putting the next Dirk on his name. And y'all remember who those people are? Cause I remember them. I remember those people. I remember, I, I you know, it, it's funny to me because now that I have this platform and this pod, Oh my God, I said this platform kill me now (laughs) but but now that i'm doing this pod i get a chance to hear some of my thoughts on the on the local sports yappers uh you know frequencies every once in a while and i also remember what everybody says i may not have a good memory when it comes to like important things in life but i remember what people say about players and what people say about coaches especially linked to this team and i remember what a lot of people were saying about a lot lesser players I understand you might be jaded and you you have every right to be as a Bulls fan. You do. You do. This thing has been uh, more down than up over the last few years. Uh, the Lonzo Ball situation was just another, you know, crestfallen moment that Bulls fans can put in their back pocket and say, see, this is why. <laughs> and I understand. And by the way, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. Shout out to y'all. I know y'all are listening. Uh, y'all have reached out to people who have been on this show over the last couple of times and and remarked how how uh, you thought they came off. So I know y'all listen as well and, and, and know the fan base understands that uh, they are not get, freely giving their hearts back to this team. That being said, y'all, 
if you want to be entertained and you want somebody to cheer for and you want to watch somebody's hard work pay off on a nightly basis, even when the shots aren't falling, Kobe White has been everything that Bulls fans claim they want in a lead player or a, a uh, you know, a foundational type of player. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff. After a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, the one I feel most comfortable with, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. All right, if you've been following the casual betting brothers, we've been going pretty much chalk, right? The odds have been decent enough, but they, they haven't been too far-fetched. Ladies and gentlemen, we're ready to take this thing to the stratosphere. I have Isaiah Pacheco as an anytime touchdown scorer, and we, we got the Chiefs plus the two and a half. But I'm going to take it all the way up another notch. Isaiah Pacheco as the Super Bowl MVP is plus 3,000. Okay? So I'm combining all those bets, all right? I'm giving you the Isaiah Pacheco anytime touchdown score, and if he's going to be MVP, he's going to have to get a couple of them things. And this this feels like a Bears-Colts kind of Super Bowl where you're expecting Patrick Mahomes to go off. Next thing you know, Dominic Rhodes and Jeff Saturday dominate the game, and Peyton Manning gets his first Super Bowl win, right? I think Patrick Mahomes won't be asked to do as much, and I think this San Francisco defense is uh, a little bit more fallible than than we are giving credit for. So we got the Chiefs plus two and a half. We got Isaiah Pacheco as an anytime touchdown score. And then on top of that, you got the long odds of Isaiah Pacheco being a Super Bowl MVP. We're going with that as well. You're welcome from the Casual Betting Brothers. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, that's Super Bowl 58, by the way, or Super Bowl LVII. But FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, like the anytime touchdown scores like I gave you, or how many points will be scored. Love that over. And also, so much more. If you're new to FanDuel, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets when you win your first $5 bet. That's right. Just visit FanDuel.com slash FullGo to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash F-U-L-L-G-O. FanDuel, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit TheRinger.com slash RG. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Bulls talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. Ooh. Fly 
Drives in with a two-handed slam dunk. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Got a text message from someone I used to work with uh, at halftime. And they said that, uh, you know, pretty much that Kobe White was swinging, swimming in deep water because of this Minnesota team being the top of the West and the defense that I just um, profiled for you, all those things. Kobe White had three points at halftime. Three. Anthony Edwards had 22. Now, Ant scored 16 in the third, in, in the second half in the overtime, still did his thing. You know, had some difficult reads, and I think this Minnesota team is going to have some issues. They're youth issues, right? Like, controlling the basketball and valuing the ball. Like I watched the Rockets game before the Bulls game. I try to watch the opponent's game before the the Bulls game every time. I watch the Rockets because Rockets and and and, and Timberwolves, you know, I like fun young basketball. So watching the Timberwolves turn the basketball over as much as they did, they came back to bite them again in this Bulls game. And the Bulls when they were out on transition, not waiting for both those bigs to get back. They they chewed into that lead, and Nikola Vucevic ran with them. Nikola Vucevic, that double big lineup, by the way, you know, the, you, you might only get one game of it because Andre Drummond might be elsewhere come Thursday. I hope not, but if he is, I hope you do a wink and a nod kind of deal with him. Like, hey, man, you know, go ahead and spend your next couple of months in Philadelphia, try to win a championship, and then come on back if you liked it that much here. But all I say is this when it comes to Kobe White, let, let your heart be free. As a Bulls fan, I understand this ain't what you need and this ain't what you want in terms of team stuff, but there are certain things that you can still be happy about or still be enthused about as some of this sadness and some of this darkness kind of covers this team. And and let's face it, it's been underwhelming to say the least. It's been underwhelming. The Zach Levine leading into the trade deadline injury and and impending surgery. Um, Hell, Torrey Craig went down again tonight. You know, they said it wasn't the plantar fascia that 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 he was uh, aggravated that aggravated him, and also kept him out of uh, numerous games beforehand. But it was a right ankle injury, so you hope he's okay. This team has been uh, bitten by the injury bug as of late, but we knew that was going to happen. It's the NBA. All the games that you gave away in the first nineteen games going to come back to bite you in the ass at the end of this season because it always does, right? They started off five and fourteen, and then they started to play their asses off. All I know is this, y'all. Billy Donovan and Kobe White could have had a building and bonding moment and going into the final possession of tonight's game. All I needed was for Kobe White to miss that shot. A man scores 30 points for you in the second half brings you back against a Western conference contender. I don't need to see DeMar DeRozan with the ball and DeMar DeRozan played well in the, in the overtime. Hell, he went to the free throw line 18 times. The man, the man put in a full night's work, but to what end? At what cost? And this is the same way I felt about Zach's situation a couple of years ago. Down the stretch of the season, before you're getting ready to max somebody out, hey, man, let the NBA show you what you got. Good, bad, or indifferent. I keep on saying it. Put the ball in somebody's hands that you know you're going to have to be around or you have to make a decision about. You know Kobe White's going to be around. This dude has already become one of the best contracts in the NBA six months into it. Okay? So, knowing that he is going to be that guy for you, right? Whether it be the second best player, whether it be the third, I don't, I'm not crazy enough to think that Kobe White is going to be the best player on anybody's championship team. But now are the moments where you build your Chris Middleton, 
right? Now, now, these are the moments where you build your Jamal Murray, your Aaron Gordon, where you trust him in situations down the stretch against teams like this on big time stages. I mean, NBA TV, everybody was switching to that game down the stretch because they looked up and say, hey, wait a minute. They, wasn't the Bulls just down 26? Right? Like this, this, this ain't even supposed to be close. Oh, Kobe's got 14. Oh, okay. Kobe's got 20 in the second. Half. Oh, Kobe's up to 25. Kobe had 30 points in the second half. Didn't touch the ball the last two possessions of the regulation and did not score in the overtime. Now, if this is a fatigue thing, then hey, Kobe, this is this is what life's gonna be like. But if it isn't a fatigue thing, hell, even if it isn't a fatigue thing, I want you to have to know what it's gonna be like when you got Anthony Edwards on you and you dog tired and you done brought a team back. Bring it on home now. Give him that chance. DeMar DeRozan has had a sterling 15-year NBA career. He is going to be a Hall of Famer. I understand. And, and this is also the game that you have to play because a lot of, you know, a lot of fans, I, I think, don't bring not just ego, but relativity and also losing a player into equations enough, right? And not losing a player like, all right, I'm not, I'm just not gonna play anymore. But you know, how does DeMar react? when he becomes the second fiddle in these closing moments? Do you, do you want one of the veterans who everybody in that locker room loves and looks up to? Do you want him to, to be dethroned in this manner? And if you do, it speaks to not only you going forward, what you feel and in, in, in the, the state that you are claiming as a coach, but how your relationship now will shift with said player who is getting those looks. Now's that time. If there's any time where Zach isn't on the runway anymore, right? He's, he's shelved until further notice. Uh, Nikola Vucevic is, if you've noticed, since Kobe White took over as the lead guard, he and Vooch's relationship has been uh, a prosperous one. Like you could tell who certain players like to play with more, who they like to be in action with more because Kobe's a, a willing passer. He's a willing playmaker, but he also understands Kobe's not going to try to get his action where I'm getting my action. And that's not the same with DeMar DeRozan. And that's been my, I won't say my issue, but you know, it was, it's what's perplexed me about the fit uh, since they joined each other. Now they've, they've won some games with DeMar and Vooch being on the court at the same time. But when it comes down to it, they get a lot of their offense in the same areas of the court. Vooch doesn't feel that way about Kobe and you can see it play through and, and, and through my novice eyes. And I asked some people around the, 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 uh, stadium that I trust in terms of basketball folks who were in the house, whether it be observers or whether it be reporters or members of each organization, everyone thought that Kobe White was going to get the ball and should get the ball in that last moment. It's one of those, I think, misses that Billy Donovan hopefully won't have to pay for when it comes to relationships going forward with the best player on this team. And the best player on this team now is Kobe White. It's as simple as that, y'all. Nobody defends on the perimeter like him with also uh, the added scoring responsibility. Alex Caruso tonight, great game. Nine rebounds, what, six assists? He had three points, though. You know, we, we talk a lot of shit about James Harden uh, for those seven, six years that he was doing what he was doing in Houston. Oh, he doesn't play any defense at all. Don't know if y'all been watching because a lot of people don't watch. They just like to make up shit. Don't know if y'all been watching this Clippers thing, but James Harden, Defensive player now. 
<laughs> James Harden leading the way playmaking wise. And for everybody who hates James Harden, you know, I don't know if y'all been watching Kawhi Leonard, but if Kawhi continues to play like this, the final 25 games of the season, he will be in the MVP running. And that'll be back-to-back MVPs that James Harden has been the point guard for. Meanwhile, everybody's talking about how much he takes away from the team. The onus that is that is put on a player who has offensive responsibility to then chase somebody around in the fourth quarter, this ain't the same NBA that, as it used to. And those dudes who used to, you know, I'll guard you, you guard me, there was a whole bunch of scoring going on whole bunch of scoring going on next thing you know you wonder why guys only had 12 15 year careers these dudes are playing for a very long time now because the pace is elevated and also the roles are more specified so when james harden who was a damn good defender at oklahoma city and also a six-man candidate all of a sudden goes to houston and they say hey we need to get 35 8 and 9 out of you every single night and oh by the way we got a couple of defenders who will throw on people kobe white is going through that transformation right now of i am the i am a scorer but also i'm giving max effort out here on defense and you want him to continue to be that but the the responsibility that he now has on top of i gotta go out there and score when kobe white doesn't score this team doesn't play well the expectation now is for kobe to have to get 20 this ain't this ain't no surprise 20 anymore so for him to go out and get 30 points in the second half of a game i think it was a missed opportunity win or loss to be honest with y'all because let's face it sometimes some of your best moments happen in losses sometimes and sometimes the reckonings happen in losses I think it would have been a more and this is going to sound crazy y'all but it would have been a valuable loss if Kobe goes out there, but by the way, it was tied, right? So it's 115-115. We're not talking about you go home and, and as the loser. We're talking about that it's that go-ahead bucket that, that that feels like it's the same amount of pressure, but it ain't really the same amount of pressure. So when you hit it, you know, you get the same kind of celebration, but it's like, all right, you know, if, if not, we're going to overtime. I would have loved to have seen that moment be given to Kobe White. No matter how tired he was, no matter what you thought you had to do to get DeMar DeRozan involved. And it's, the, it's at this point, too. If that's what's going to make you um, tuck and run, which I don't think DeMar DeRozan is that kind of dude, then, hey, I appreciate you for letting me know. That's how I would feel about it. And, and that's the other thing, too. I don't think we need to placate uh, DeMar DeRozan or, or treat him like he is not a dude who is uh, professional enough to understand that man was in San Antonio for two years, <laughs> bringing up children. Okay. I think he understands the, his, his basketball lot in life right now. Either I'm going to be on a contender after Thursday, or I'm gonna be running around with these young boys who I brought along for the last few years. So uh, I think there was a missed opportunity uh, by Billy and, and the coaching staff to get the ball in the hands of Kobe white. And then on top of it, the shot that you get, you know, a mid-range elbow shot against some of the premier mid-range defenders. I mean, Jaden McDaniel's length is is half the battle. And, and if you get past him, you've got Rudy Gobert at the rim. So you've got a, th- a guy who doesn't take threes catching the ball on the wing where it's a one-step closeout for one of the longer athletes in the game. It was just, I think, um, it was just a poor choice, to be honest with you. It's just a poor choice. That, that high side, wing side pick and roll had been working and has worked the last couple of games. You get maybe a couple of shooters open. You know that Kobe White's a willing passer. I would have loved to seen Kobe White get that opportunity at the end of the game to bring it on home because this game cemented for me not only that he is the dude going forward on this team, 
uh, whatever that gets you, that gets you, you'll find out. But um, that he's capable of doing it. That he's capable of doing it. This, this wasn't, this wasn't against the Grizzlies. This wasn't against the Hornets where he got 35 the other night. And it's still big time stuff, right? Getting 19 in the second half of a game against Sacramento Kings. This is a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves who aren't upstarts anymore. Like that dude wearing number five for them is not only one of them ones. He is, to me, um, you can pick from all the guys who are under 24 and, and, and throw them in a barrel and say, which one do you want? You know, I asked Stacey King on the pregame show, Adam Mean and Stacey King on the pregame show tonight, uh, which future they would rather have. And they were split. You know, one guy said Oklahoma City. The other guy said Minnesota. The reason I would pick Minnesota is because of that guy. I love Shea Gilgis Alexander as much as anybody else does. But that guy, to me, in the in the playoffs, I'm talking about Anthony Edwards, his, um, his force, his force of nature type of just vibe, uh, his athleticism and the way he's physically built. And the fact that stamina wise, I mean, he was doing some stuff in the fourth quarter in overtime that made it look like he hadn't already played 37, 38 minutes. Like this is an otherworldly being who just happens to be a good old Southern boy who, you know, is enjoying his time to the point where his innocence is part of his charm. Right. So as long as, you know, as long as he stay off of social media and uh, <laughs> does the right things off the court, I think Anthony Edwards is going to be that guy for the league to, uh, to uh, you know, hitch their wagon to for, for a long time to come. Minnesota better enjoy it now, too, by the way, because you, you can just see it now, can't you? You can just see the Lakers purple and gold on them in a few years. You can just see it. You can just see it. You know, or he'll be the one that, you know, says he's going to resurrect the Knicks and does it, right? right. Shout out to Jalen Brunson. But, <laughs> you know, that guy comes to town. It's, you know, you better get your best chess passes together because that dude is a, uh, he is a next level being. So I say all that to say Kobe White has arrived. And if he hasn't arrived, then <laughs> it was taken away from him tonight by his head coach and that coaching staff because that 30-point uh, output in the second half against the best defensive team in the NBA um, should put everybody on notice. You know, the the, the three-point marksmanship, uh, the, the the fact that he's taken off now and, and turning it over and putting it down on people at the rim. This is one of the things also that we talked about, him finishing through contact, him finishing at the rim. The dude has grown into his body, right? He spent one year in North Carolina and spent the rest of his basketball professional career growing. And I think we've seen that growth. And I'm looking forward to uh, that growth uh, as soon as, you know, some of the uh, – some of the crop cover is is removed, right? Some of the, as soon as as soon as everybody gets out of his way, and I mean everybody, as soon as everybody gets out of his way, we will finally understand what we have in Kobe White. May not be a premier player, and, and hell, he may be right because I I didn't think Kobe White would be this. I thought Kobe would be a, a nice 15, 16 point per game guy. Right now, he is turning himself into. One of those guys who uh, is to be reckoned with, and he is getting to the top of scouting reports if he isn't already there. I think it was a missed opportunity, even in a win, but they get the win, and we get a chance to talk about uh, something positive for the Bulls uh, in, in a season and in the last couple of seasons that has been full of, uh, you know, could have been, should have been, but you know, ended up 
falling short of the ultimate goal. I think Kobe White is on that trajectory, and I'm looking forward to him getting the actual chances to prove that in crunch time situations down the stretch uh, sooner rather than later. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. It's the full go, What's ha- What else is happening is- in the, uh, the local world of sports that uh, has been uh, catching your eye, Tony and Kyle? Other than us getting ready oh. to, you know, go crazy about draft mania and all the Caleb Williams stuff and, you know, reading into all of his social media. That man can't, that man can't congratulate his former coach without people going crazy. Like I find it funny. The, the whole thing I'm finding very, very amusing. The bears going to draft a quarterback at, at number one. Like let's, let's, let's just get over this at some point here. It's only like this. Cause the bears had a number one pick. Like it's all. I mean, people only like this because of how the Bears have been the last hundred years in terms of that position. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, but I think one thing I found interesting uh, is why is everybody in Patrick Mahomes' life failing him? <laughs> why, are you, why are you talking? Are you talking about pops getting the DWI? Yeah, uh, like well, yeah. why does he have to be the 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 adult? Like just in his family like gotta be the that seems like a lot like he's already gotta be the best player on the planet has to hold up the league by himself and then he's gotta come home and he's gotta be the like the constant professional at home like hey, man. man that's tough man heavy is the head man heavy is the head you know hey I, I i saw that i saw that and yeah, we don't condone anybody driving while intoxicated uh just to you know you root for pat mahomes senior because he's been such a such a, a fun character to watch you know navigate these uh celebrity dad waters right like i remember pat mahomes as a, a player right i remember him as a pitcher and never ever heard him talk so then when you did hear him talk for the first time a few years ago like y'all like oh this is gonna be fun like he ain't just you know he's one of them old school brothers who play baseball not not one of these newfangled brothers who play baseball where it's like oh okay all right andrew mccutcheon you are you are way too worldly (laughs) you are you you sound like a banker and and i am jealous of it (laughs) shout out to andrew mccutcheon right but yeah, man, Pat Mahomes. Hey, man, get an Uber, fam. You know, get it. Just, just jump in an Uber, baby. You know what I mean? Like, and and I'm not going front. Like, I'm not going to act like I haven't had a dinner before and got my ass behind the wheel. And thank God that I, I didn't uh, have any any untoward interactions and or more importantly, bring harm to anybody else. But yeah, you gotta you gotta make the player decision and get your ass in an Uber, especially when you got as much on the line as that family does right because we already know the exploits of his brother and uh you know it's kind of a big week for for junior 
You know, it's, it's, it's kind of kind of a big week where you can start not only because I'm, I'm reading and, and hearing a lot of this uh, legacy talk. Hey, man, we can we can chill with the legacy talk. We could just this. Is, and and, and I, I don't know if it's become more of a theme for me as a sports fan over the last five, six years. And it's just it's at a fever pitch for me now. Like We just need to enjoy some shit, man. Like things, things are getting ready to get bad here in this country, uh, financially for a lot of people, economic, like you, people can't afford rent now. They make a lot of money. Right. And, and never mind trying to buy a house or trying to get a car loan and unemployment is down, but people are underemployed out here. Like there are so many things that are topsy turvy in this country and getting ready to jump into another election. I'm just, I'm looking for sports things that I enjoy. And, and it's the root of why I got into this business. I enjoy sports. I knew what was going on. I, you know, I knew that there were serious things. I knew that there were nefarious uh, actors and, and characters in this, this, this show that I was watching on my television, whether it be basketball or football or baseball, but you yearn for the enjoyment of things. Like you yearn for the competition and, and the celebration, not only of athletes, but of big moments. And in this day and time now where we've got, you know, a 24 hour sports bar in our pockets with, with Twitter and X and Facebook and all the other social media platforms. I think it's, I think it's become easier for us to be as jaded as we want to be. And, you know, I, I blame a lot of, you know, the medium that I've come from in sports radio and sports television for a lot of that, because the whole, if it bleeds, it leads thing that news kind of went with for decades and decades and decades, sports, talkers and sports opinion makers kind of understood that that was more appealing to a, a nine to five worker who wasn't happy with a whole bunch of things in his or her life that, that they could sit down and watch a two and a half hour game and get all that primal just junk out of their body. Well, now all we do is add to it and appeal more to it. So when there is a time for us to sit back and just enjoy some performances, just enjoy like the things that we fell in love with this entire NFL playoffs. I went through just waiting for good games. I got about two or three of them. I got about two or three of them. And now that you're on the precipice of the, of the Super Bowl, and we're already talking about legacies for Patrick Mahomes, six straight AFC championship games. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's done that. So just enjoy, just enjoy the greatest stuff will take care of itself. I mean, he is the greatest quarterback that I've ever seen, right? And that's what seeing Dan Marino before the knee injuries. That's seeing John Elway before he had the help around him in his later stage, the latter stages of his career. John Elway was a bad mofo, dog. Like, but John Elway was that dude. You know, before quarterbacks got celebrated for running and moving around that way, John Elway was doing all that stuff. Steve Young, same way, but he was a 49er. But like, I've seen some great quarterbacks. Joe Montana was always the he was always the dude who, like, I test-wise, yeah, Joe Montana had all the the capabilities, but it just seemed like, hey, man, you got Jerry Rice, you got John Taylor, Roger Craig, you know, uh, um, uh, Brent Jones, right? Like, yeah, Bubba Paris out there on the offensive line. He had a terrific defense. I'm not saying, I'm not saying John, Joe Montana wasn't that dude, but before Tom Brady was considered the GOAT, Joe Montana was considered the greatest quarterback of all time because of the winning that he had done and also the eye test stuff. 
man, Patrick Mahomes is doing things that we have never seen in a court in a league full of quarterbacks, the likes of which we have never seen. Like, like we've never seen Josh Allen before. Like, yeah, Cam Newton was was that dude, right? But the things that they're asking and that Josh Allen is capable of doing, it's it's otherworldly. Like any other time in our sports viewing lives, Joe Burrow would be the best quarterback in the NFL. Any other time, right? Lamar Jackson, something like we have never seen before. Yeah, you can mention Mike Vick. You can mention Randall Cunningham. You can mention all the guys who were able to move around and also sling that thing. But Lamar Jackson is too, you know, depending on what happens here in the, in the voting, but looking like a two-time MVP of a league that Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and all these dudes have been playing in subsequently. So just enjoy it. Just enjoy it because the, the turn is getting ready to happen, whether it be in real life, or professionally, personally, whatever the case may be. I, I, all the questions that you need answered, um, they may not be answered all on Sunday, but I think uh, I think a, a large chunk of them will. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. And if you start talking about three Super Bowl championships in the first six, seven, oh, sorry, seven years of a person's career, and now quarterbacks are playing until they're 42, 43 years old. We're, we're talking about a dude who can stick around for legitimately 17, 18 years. And this is where the other argument comes into play or other conversation comes into play. Because all, while all this legacy conversation is happening around Pat Mahomes, I started to think of Tiger Woods. I started to think of Tiger Woods and, and how we just thought it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to break Jack Nicholas's record of majors one. Like, oh, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Come on. You see the pace that he's on right now? Ain't, ain't nobody going to win the Masters for the next 10 years. And then life happens. And then injuries happen. And then more life happens. Right? We see life happening around Patrick Mahomes right now. And maybe not to the severity of, you know, crashing your car to a tree because your old lady mad at you and you're on the phone with some some drive through chick, you know, leaving the weirdest, lamest messages of all time. You know, we, we all kind of... We all kind of got that out of our psyche, didn't we? When we had to hear our guy Tiger on the, on the phone being the biggest lame you could possibly be. Hey, this is Tiger. I'm like, oh, that's the first, that's the first poor start. You left a message and then identified. You didn't say no column. You leaving the byline? What you? You gonna tell me where you at now? Hey, this is Tiger. Uh, I'm in the garage. Please delete all of those messages that I sent you. I'm like, oh no, what part of the game is this? I'm like, no. I'm like, they didn't teach you shit at Stanford, huh? Just they taught you all the things you didn't need. You know, theory, <laughs> sociology, you know, business, all of things. Pimping is not one of the things that they taught you. This man on the phone with somebody that work at Shoney's talk about please. No, 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 no. Hey, send, send, a, send a quick ticket over there to the drive-thru. Say, hey, g- give me your phone. Here's $10,000. <laughs> but I digress. We just thought it would be a foregone conclusion that Tiger Woods would track down Jack. So as we're doing this old Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady thing and GOAT and greatest of all time, listen, if you've seen a quarterback physically who has been better than Patrick Mahomes in the first almost decade of his career, then you got it because I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. And, and we don't need it. No. Nah. Right? Like, we don't need it. We never need it, right? Like, you know, obviously you can make the argument that Kareem is the greatest ever. But people have already made in their minds that Jordan is the best right. ever. 
and Jordan is not nearly as accomplished hardware-wise as Kareem. So you don't need the hardware to prove that somebody's better. Like, you can make with the Tiger example. People say, okay, Tiger's the greatest golfer ever, and he didn't need to catch up with Jack. It would have been nice, but we all know what this is. Like, come on now. Like, Mahomes is Jordan. Yeah. And, you know, we respect Brady, what he did, you know, first ballot, all that is, is coming towards Brady. But come on, man, this is, this is different. Yeah, he's seen, he's been that way. He's been that way since he took over, was it week 16 for Alex Smith and never let go of that thing. Um, so just enjoy. You know, I, I think that's the campaign that I'm, I have personally been on. Uh, is just to try to find enjoyment in the things that you used to find enjoyment in and you get caught up with life. Right, you get caught up with adulthood. You get caught up with all those things, but just try to find, try to find how the product will serve you best or service you best, and ride with that. Ride with that. You know, we 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 you don't get any points for the best debate in in regular life, normal life. Even though you run into people and they they immediately get into debate show mode with you, and you're like, hey man, you got it. I'm just trying to finish this pretzel, fam. Like you, 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 you know what? If you want to have that Jordan versus LeBron or Kobe versus LeBron conversation, knock your socks off. In fact, I will tell you that you gonna win. Okay, I just want to enjoy watching the rest of this, you know, Atlanta Hawks, LA Clippers game, and two teams going at it with six Hall of Famers on the court. Right? That like that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm trying to get back to the fun things about sports. Because like I said, man, hell's coming to breakfast, folks. <laughs> we made it out of 2023 and 2024 is sitting there like, ah, that was the rope-a-dope. <laughs> get, get, get ready. You know, your favorite sports broadcast is going to be outside with a tin cup. Like, hey, y'all, <laughs> I got a seven-year-old that's going to college in 10 years. I need y'all. <laughs> need y'all. Need more than these downloads and need more than these rating and reviewing. You feel me? Everybody's going to be out here like that soon. So, Try to latch on to something that you can enjoy. And if the conversation of legacies is one that you enjoy, that's cool. But like I said, as soon as the nerds enter, the fun leaves, man. Try to have some fun with this thing. It's going to be a fun time. Hey, I'm looking forward to all the prop bets. I'm looking forward to every every opportunity that FanDuel Sportsbook will present me when it comes to this Super Bowl LVIII. So, yes, yes, Tony Gill. It is unfortunate that Patrick Mahomes Jr., uh, has to uh, deal with everything on the periphery of the Super Bowl. But if anybody can handle it, uh, the GOAT should be able to handle it. And uh, if not, we will we will be entertained watching him handle it because, hell, you go back to that Tampa Bay game in the Super Bowl where Tom Brady beat him, and you couldn't tell me that he wasn't the best player on the field. He just didn't have anybody blocking for him, which made it that much more fun. So even when the man is under duress, even when the man is under siege, uh, he makes it interesting, and I look forward to that happening against the 49ers uh, on Sunday. So we'll have a Super Bowl preview for y'all on Thursday with our guy Alex Brown. But until then, like I, like I keep telling y'all, try to enjoy some of these things we call sports because uh, real life is right around the corner waiting on you as soon as the game goes off. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. I believe that is all the time we have for episode 350 of the Full Go podcast. I want to thank everyone involved in this masterful, masterful uh, broadcast. Okay, uh, this is one for the records. Okay, this is this is one that they will send to the podcast Hall of Fame, wherever it may be. Hmm. What what's the most podcasty city you think? Maybe maybe we should just erect a Hall of Fame there. Uh, where what city do you think has the most podcasts? What city has the has the most best buys along with people who are underemployed trying to make it big, huh? Well, what are we thinking? Huh? L.A.? Boston. Boston? Yeah, Boston seems like it. From Boston. Yeah, shout out to our guy, Big Jim Murray, out there doing his thing uh, at the Sports Hub in Boston. Yeah, Boston might be it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, this Gerard Mayo uh, era of New England Patriots football. Boy, you know? Uh, up the pike <laughs> looking forward to it <laughs> we got our own boston podcast right here on the ringer looking forward to those things uh thank you so much to our crew uh, all of our production staff thank you so much to the shadowy figure that is known as steve ceruti appreciate you oh in spirit always with us the chief vibes officer himself he left the vibes with us he allowed the vibes to be spread amongst the fellas equally without him that's what you call a good friend. They leave the vibes under the mat. You just, you know, lift up the mat and get the vibes and go on in. Uh, shout out to our guy, Chris Sutton, who was at the Super Bowl in Vegas, enjoying himself, boy. I, I, whew, I, I bet I'm, you know, I, I still might make a little, little Vegas run this weekend. I still, you know, I've been talking to some people who do some live shows out there, you know, Shout out to our guy Dominique Foxworth doing the live pod out there. Bomani Jones gonna show up on on Dom's pod and might might pull up just to just to say what's up. Little little one two day situation in Vegas never hurt nobody, huh? I just have to do it on the under. I just have to hope that the powers that be will be listening to this after I put my time in. Well, we'll see how that works out for you, boy. Uh, but shout out to everybody. Shout out to Chris Sutton out there in Vegas hanging out with the Ringer folks. Shout out to our Production staff here, our, our, our local satellite production staff, um, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, and of course, the dad, the myth, the legend. He's playing hurt, but he's giving you everything he's got. He ate the pizza, ladies and gentlemen. He is Tony Gill. Thank you guys for downloading this thing. Thank you for subscribing to the pod. Thank you for following us on the socials. Appreciate y'all sharing this with your family and friends. I ran into a bunch of people at the UC, and it's always good to be at the United Center because you get a chance to actually see the people that you're talking to. And everybody who ran up on me uh, on the concourse, uh, in the bowels of the stadium, they mentioned the pod. I truly, truly appreciate y'all for listening to this thing and sharing it with your folks. Uh, continue to do so as we continue to grow this product. 350 episodes in now. It feels good. feels good. We appreciate y'all taking this ride with us. We will catch you guys on Thursday. Alex Brown will join us. We'll have a little Super Bowl preview. We'll take you back in the day. And we will celebrate Devin Hester. Congratulations to Devin Hester. It looks like he is getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
So we will talk about that on Thursday with Alex Brown, who played with him as well as all the other things that will transpire over the next 48 hours or so. So we will catch y'all on Thursday, same time, same place right here on the Full Gold Podcast. For the fellas, I'm Jason Goff, leaving with this as always. Take care of each other, be safe, and remember to stay sucker free. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. That's 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLING.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call one 877 8 hope ny or text hope ny in new york